Hello everybody, it's Sean South, good morning, good afternoon, welcome to another episode of Discussions in the 6th, today is Wednesday, April 11th, and we're going to start right away, I'm going to talk about a couple of subjects that's on my mind, that's on my chest, I want to get it off, but before we start, like always, I want you to be ready, I want you to be happy, and I want you to be open-minded for a discussion. Now let's start, right away, my first topic I want to talk about, it's... um. Parents um, and parents that kind of neglect their children, not in an obvious way, but the way I'm talking about this in a more subtle way, more um, down low type of way. I see parents all over the city just, you know, give their phone to their kid or like, like go sit over there or hey, go do this or go just stay out of mommy's hair for a bit. And I don't think that's cool, man. I don't think these kids are going to grow up remembering these things. Kids are basically sponges, everyone says it, and as they're growing up, they're soaking up everything that they see, they hear, they learn. So when you tell them like this, like, hey, they come like, hey, mommy, I need to talk to you. So the mom will be like, oh, I don't have time right now. Here's my iPhone, go play some games. Like, leave me alone for now or let's talk later. The child is gonna remember that. And when they grow up, they're gonna do that to their child and so on and so on, the cycle continues. And that right there creates a rift between the child and the parent. And it's not a riff like, oh, I hate my mother or I hate my father. It's more of a riff within themselves. They don't even realize that rift is there, but it's going to. So when something happens now to them that they need to talk to someone ASAP and it's very important, they're not going to come to the parents and they're not going to go to the mother or the uh, father or whoever was the person that told them, here's the phone. Let me talk. Let's talk about it later. Just go play or something. I see this so much, especially on my work. I see parents come in with their children and stuff, um, looking at the furniture and stuff, and like the kid will ask, like, "Mom, what is this?" Because we have a lot of furniture that's that's like, I don't know, like modern furniture. Like you would not know what the purpose of that furniture is until someone explains it to you. Like, like this is a nightstand. It's just meant to look like that. Um, kid will be like, "Mom, what is this?" or "Dad, what is this?" Nine out of ten times I hear the parent not answer them. They'll be like, don't worry, don't touch, don't touch. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Like, And that's not how you... I, I'm not a parent. And in no way, shape, or form am I telling you parents what you should or should not do with your child. Because I don't have a child. I can't, I can't come tell you do this with your child when I don't have a child on my own to be able to do that. So I know situations are different like that. But it's just general advice. I'm giving out there to the parents, single parents, parents of that are together, families. Um, just giving you a point of view of how I used to think when I was a child and when my mom used to do things like that to me. To this day, there's certain things I will not go to my mom. Just And now I realize from build up from long time ago when every time I went to talk to her, she'll be like, not right now, I don't have time. Like, We'll talk about it in a week or something like that, you know, and... Yeah, I just really need to get that off my chest because yesterday there was a person on my work and I felt so bad, man. This kid asked probably like 22 questions and the parents 22 times basically told them to shut up and we'll talk about it later. Don't touch it. I ended up going and explaining it to the kid what those items are and what they do and things like that. And I just, please, man, be nice to kids. Be nice. Be be friendly. Kids will make mistakes. Kids will talk out of line. Kids will speak when they're not supposed to speak, but it's our job as elders and as adults to teach them how they should act and how things should be done as they grow up, not just to dismiss them and tell them, 
Hey, get out of here, my youth. Don't speak to me. Yo, trust me, my lad. Like, nah, bro. Like, explain to the youth what's going on. The better they know, the more information they have, the better decisions they can make in all aspects of life. Not just um, asking questions, anything. When you have more information about anything that you're going to do or need, you're going to make better decisions about it. So, and more, just, and you're going to make decisions that are aware, that are, they're not blind decisions. So I really want to talk about, about that and get that off my chest. But before we finish this conversation, I do want to give a shout out to all the parents out there. You guys are amazing. In no way was I trying to bring you down or discredit your parenting at all. I was just trying to tell you guys how I felt as a kid. So give a big shout out to the, all the parents out there, single mothers, single fathers, families that are still together, everybody. Let's get a clap out here for all the parents out here, man. Let's get some applause. Yes, 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 yes. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. All right, all right, all right, all right. I appreciate that. Thank you guys very much. Now, I do want to talk about quickly um, another issue in Toronto, and that's the rising house prices and rising condo prices um, in Toronto. Toronto is one of the best cities in the world to live according to the united nations um they did a they did a study a couple years back and toronto landed like seventh or ninth on the list of cities in the world one of the best cities in the world to live in but when they also did a study of comparing household incomes into expenses like rent grocery and taxes toronto was um, was on the list for I believe 122 best, but if you want to count the worst to best, Toronto was number fifth I believe or seventh. I can't really remember off the top of my head, but seventh or fifth worst place in the world to live because the equality of income and expenses are not the same. Like there's a big difference between it. Um, we need to address this in Toronto. An average price of a single house. Single detached house with four bedrooms in Toronto and two baths is $1.7 million. Let me repeat that. The average price of a single home, single detached home with four bedrooms and two baths in Toronto is $1.7 million. Now, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Soundman. Give me another boot. Yes, absolutely crazy. I don't agree with that. That's fucking crazy. I don't even think in the next seven years I'll make $1.7 million. We're not these politicians. We're not fucking Justin Trudeau. We're not fucking Kathleen Wade. We're not John Tory. We're not Doug Ford. These people that are fucking millionaires and they don't care. Do you understand? When you're a millionaire, when you have money... Okay, let me put it this way. When you have extra money to burn and it doesn't hurt your family, it starts desensitize like it makes you not feel other people's pain cuz you can't go through that pain cuz you don't relate to that pain because you have so much money in the bank that these little these expenses to you are very small. These like these things to you are very small. Like 1.7 million dollars to you is like a half a year's work. For me it's probably 17 years of work. Like do you understand what I'm saying? That's the that's the problem. This is what these politicians don't get. Kathleen Wade, I remember her giving a speech. Um, it was on the newspaper. And she was talking about cutting um, 
child tax if it's possible or something some she was talking about cutting down some kind of income that people were getting um making it less well she was giving this speech she was wearing a hundred and seventy five thousand dollar um bracelet around her hand that was from tiffany this is what i mean when you come give speeches about millions of dollars and this and that but you're wearing three million on your wrist and on your neck and in your ears we don't relate to you we don't believe you and we don't care what you have to say because you're here talking about you're cutting our the our incomes and you're you're making things more expensive for us but you're wearing seven years of my income on your wrist i don't like that i don't like that about paul you're boo them bro boo kathleen wade bro Yo, she deserves a death us with the left us, bro. Yo, trust me, yo. Boo her again. Boo her again, bro. I'm very pissed off right now, man. I'm just gonna have to spark up a spliff soon. But, I don't get it. How could they not relate to your pain? And when I say you, I mean all of us. The the low-income people. The people that don't make $1.7, $1.5 million a year. Um, these people's bonuses are like six years on my work. Their Christmas bonus is like six and a half to seven years on my work. This is what they get for a Christmas bonus. Are you kidding me, bro? Wealth distribution within North America is not right. And now it's spreading within the rest of the world. Like countries that were neutral, countries that were, that had a very great record of household income are following North America now making things more expensive and giving the people less money. This is how you cut out the middle class. This is a systemic plan to cut out the middle class. They want this world to only be poor and super rich. You either can't afford water and live to live or you can afford everything. That's what they want. They don't want a middle class anymore. A middle class represents a better life. A middle class represents hope of people being able to pull themselves out of poverty because it is proven scientifically and there's a bunch of studies all over the world if you are considered poor if i think you have to make a certain amount of money under a certain amount of money to to be literally considered poor and i believe that number is eight thousand i'm not sure um i could be very wrong but i from what i believe from the top of my head and what i remember that number is eight thousand or ten thousand if you make Anything less than that, you are considered poor in poverty within North America. Um, that's the standards of poverty. 85% of North America lives in poverty. L- let me say that again. 85% of North America, the continent, not United States of America, North America, the whole con- Canada and America together. live in poverty. That means they don't make enough money every year to pull themselves up. Now, we know for a fact when you're poor, the only way you could advance to become wealthy, you have to go through the stages. So from poor, you go to the next level will be middle class. Like you will work, save up, whatever, whatever. Yes, 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 yes. Make more money, get a better job. And now you're considered middle class because you make more money. Now you make... From 8,000, you went to 30,000 a year. That's middle class. 40,000, that's middle class. If middle class doesn't exist, it will be impossible for you to get out of poverty. Do you understand what I'm saying? Middle class is the reason, it's basically the idea of the American dream. 
is you come here poor, you work yourself up. If they don't provide you those steps, you can't work yourself up. You are stuck where you are. This is, I hope you guys understand. Let me, let me get a clap if you agree with me. I, that this is a systemic problem. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Once the middle class goes, all hopes and dreams for everybody wanting a better life is gone. The 1% will forever hold that 99% of the money if the middle class disappears. So we as the people have to make sure and do everything in our power to make sure the middle class stays within our society. Um, we, have to, we, have to, we have to urge our politicians, our local counselors and everybody involved. We have to email our, the head of our states, email our prime minister, whoever it takes to urge them to, to make things better. Now I remember half the world, half of Canada was complaining when minimum wage rised up from Eleven fifty to thirteen dollars. That's a dollar fifty raise, and half of you motherfuckers and dumbass motherfuckers out here started started screaming and making all type of dumbass noise. It just showed how uneducated you are. I remember people coming to me saying, "Minimum wage went up. Now the cost of living is going to go up." No, minimum wage went up because we couldn't keep up with the cost of living. Cost of living has been going up for thirty-five years nonstop every year. This is a fact. You could Google it. In North America, cost of living been going up steadily year after year, continuously without stopping for 35 years. So don't come tell me minimum wage went up, so McDonald's gonna get more expensive. No, McDonald's got so expensive that minimum wage went up. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's the reverse of what you're saying. Economy doesn't look at minimum wage and adjust itself to it. Minimum wage and the people adjust themselves to the economy of the country. This is how things work. And when people tell me anything otherwise, it just shows how dumb you are. Let me get a clap and applause if you agree with me. Listen, Australia pays all its fast food workers $20 an hour. And the sky didn't fall yet, motherfuckers. Like... It did not fall. The sky's still up there, motherfucker. The world didn't end. The apocalypse never happened. None of that shit. Everybody that fucking complained needs to shut the fuck up. Literally, need to shut your mouth and you don't like it, go get another job that doesn't pay you minimum wage. Go fucking work construction. You're fucking... That's what you want to do, right? You want to go fucking make $7,000 an hour? Go. Or what are you complaining about? Are you complaining that the minimum wage is too high? Alright, motherfucker, come clean my toilet. I'll pay you $2 an hour. Is that what you like? People are stupid, bro. People are stupid because they're against themselves by talking like this. You don't want more money because you feel like things are going to get expensive. You're an idiot. You, sir, madam, are an idiot. Like a real idiot boy or idiot gal is you that thinks... Because a minimum wage going up, cost of living is going up. Yo, bro. You ever feel like defuzzing someone, bro? Ever? Like, just a slap out of nowhere, punch them in the mouth? Like, like... You hear those? Those are... Punches in the mouth, bro. A fucking... Yo, I'm gonna switch the subject before I get extra mad. Because these cuss words are coming out and I didn't even want to cuss today. Like, for fuck's sakes. Like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> that was not funny, player. Alright. 
We're gonna move on from this subject because I'm getting very pissed off. I want to talk about something that's coming up in Toronto soon, especially in Ontario, I believe. Um, and that's a legalization of marijuana. Yes, sir. Absolutely, it's about fucking time. It's about fucking time. It's about fucking time. Now, I'm still not clear about certain things about this, but I am clear about certain things of it too, so I'm going to talk about it. Um, I know that now it's a fact. It's going to happen. The bill passed in Parliament um, by majority, obviously. and So it is going to happen, 100%. No questions about it. Marijuana is going to be legal in this year. Cool. Clap for that, my youth. Nice, nice, nice. Now, what I want to talk about it is a couple, couple subjects about this. Number one, people are mad that now that we have to buy, if we buy from legal vendors, which the government and the LCBO are going to be running, um, the, um, the weed stores, I don't know what it's called yet, I forgot, um, but they, they revealed the name and the logo and it's going to be run by the government and LCBO. Um, now, people are mad that they have to pay tax on their purchase now. And I just want to talk about that quick. You shouldn't be mad that you have to pay a dollar or two dollars tax. Whatever the tax of it is. If you buy a lot, you probably pay more tax, right? But you shouldn't be mad about it. Because this is the way it's supposed to be, right? It's supposed to be you could buy it legally. Anything you buy in Canada legally, you pay tax on it. Unless you're a Native American or a Native um I wanted to say Native Canadian. I don't know if that's a real term or not, but the natives of North America, I should say. That's that's better to peep. Um, yeah, that's probably one of the only ways that you don't pay tax. I know there's another way too, if you're like royalty and things like that and things like that, you don't pay tax. But I'm just talking about for the regular folks. Yeah, you have to pay tax. Tax is very important. Countries like Canada were we're lucky to live in places like this that government takes your tax money and actually uses it for the country, right? Um, there are countries out there that are super corrupt that charge their citizen tax and they pocket all that tax money and give it to their families and go buy big mansions and shit like that. We should be glad that we live in a country that we're able to pay tax on everything we buy and that money goes back to our country and to the infrastructure, to the road, bridges, schools, hospitals, things like that. Um... You shouldn't be mad about that, man. There was a study done about like eight months ago, I believe, and it was done by Harvard and Yale unanimously, like together. Um, and they came to the conclusion, um, marijuana becoming legal just in Canada. You forget everywhere else in the world. Just in Canada would take out about $500 million out of the pockets of the cartel every year. That's a big chunk of money. I didn't even know... At the end of this chain, this rope, the cartel were in charge of my marijuana. Like, I had no idea. Like, when I go check my weed, man, in my building, if you backtrack, like, 75 transactions, it came from the cartel. Or, like, cartel were involved in it. The drug cartel are very big. I didn't know that. I, I've educated myself on that. I read up on it. I've seen the studies. 
And it's a fact. It's going to take $500 million out of the hands of the cartel. That's $500 million less they could use for bullshit and all that murder and dumb shit they do over there. Like, You shouldn't be upset that you have to pay tax on something you want to buy legally. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. That'll even make some people smoke less. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's going to make them like, oh, I don't want to buy 20 and pay like 4 or $5 in tax. I'll just buy one and pay $2 in tax. And I know it might be adjustment, but it's a good thing at the end, man. More money into our infrastructure. More money into our um, city. More money into our province. More money in our country. Do you understand what I'm saying? And when more money runs through your country, it's just a fact. More jobs come through. More, just more... Everything will come to your... Your economy will grow better. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let me, let me get a clap if you agree with me. Now, another thing I want to talk about is... Um, about the marijuana is... I'm still not clear about some rules of it. So if anybody knows the answer to this and stuff, you could contact me on my social medias. Facebook, Sean South. Instagram, Sean South. Um... Spotify, Sean South. This, um, I'm on Anchor, a Sean South. You can always message me on all of these things, and we could discuss this. If you have the answers, please let me know, um, because I don't. Now I know it's going to be legal, but marijuana in Canada, in Ontario, I should say. I don't know how every um province has to set their own rules. The federal government said so. I don't know what the laws are going to be in Ontario. Am I going to be able to walk outside and smoke my blunt just like I smoke a ci- like people smoke a cigarette outside? Can I just walk anywhere and light up as long as not on private property or in a city park or something like that? Can I be walking down the subway and spark my... Bl- I mean subway, I'm so sorry. You can never even do that anyway. Yo, <laughs> you spark up in the subway, you're going to jail, buddy. <laughs> word up, like word up, bro. Sorry, I meant like, can I walk down Young Street and spark up? Or do I have to be going into some cafes? Or is it in my own house only? I'm not clear about the rules yet. Um, I tried to look for it. I tried to look for some answers online. And it was, everyone, it was everyone's opinion. Someone was saying something. The other person was saying something else. So I couldn't get a clear answer about this. If somebody knows, please let me know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you could just walk outside and spark up like you spark up a cigarette or you have to go get your product and go into your own house where it's your own place and you spark up. Um, I'm almost 100% sure it's going to have the same laws as tobacco where you can't like smoke in a restaurant and you can't um, smoke in city parks, no patios, like things like that. You know what I'm saying? Um... And I agree with that. Those places should be smoke-free. School zones, things like that, right? Right. Um. Yeah, just let me know if you know the answer to this question, this part of my podcast, because I don't know. Let's get in contact and let's talk. Now, thank you to whoever that's going to contact me about this, because I already, I, I'm looking at my Facebook and... Because I asked this question about three days ago and I'm seeing some answers to it. So later I'm going to look and see what it says and hopefully I'll talk about it on my next podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> now, I do want to talk about one last subject, um, and this might be a controversial subject. A lot of people might get upset, but you know, um, I don't give a fuck. Listen, 
I'm tired of you hoes putting up fucking Facebook statuses and Instagram statuses and this and that. Like, oh, men are no good. Do men ever say no to a girl and say, I have a girl? Listen, ho, I know more girls that cheated than guys. So go suck a dick like you always fucking do. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, this whole came on my Instagram and was like, I mean, on my Instagram, on my Facebook. And she's like, I don't mean to um, be rude, but I have a question for you. Do you ever say no to a girl like I have a girl or things like that? Because I always see you with different girls. And the next day, yo, the way I got so pissed, I was like, listen here, fucking idiot girl. Like... First of all, I don't even know who she... I, I have her on my Facebook. I have no idea why. I've been deleting people I don't really talk to on my Facebook for the last couple months. And I don't even know where this girl came from. She's under every single one of my pictures talking shit. Like, like that's not what a faithful man would do. Or, or yeah, this is funny. Only to dumb motherfuckers like you. Like, I was like, listen, ho. You just mad? Like, four years ago, I nutted on your lips and walked away. Like, don't... Don't fucking get ignorant with me. You just mad because I put my dick in your mouth, ejaculated and walked home. Like, like upstairs, two floors up. Like, get out of here, bro. Who are you, bro? Listen, I'm super tired of girls guanin like men in the world owe them something. We don't owe you nothing. You are not even a proper lady for me to address you. You're dressing like a ratchet hoe. You're talking like a ratchet hoe. The way you speak, clearly you didn't finish school, nor do you have any education, nor do you have any respect for anyone or yourself. You fucking walk around with gold fronts and talk about, I'm the motherfucking shit, but you have three babies at home that are hungry. You're in a fucking club buying a $125 bottle, but your fucking baby doesn't have pampers at home. Ho, get your priorities straight and close your vagina for a bit. How about that, bro? I'm so tired of these girls on my Facebook talking about, oh, yeah, I had a baby, and I'm a single mom, and I'm doing this job by myself. Bitch, that's not a job. That's your fucking responsibility. It's not a job. I'm tired of single moms saying, oh, I have a job. I take care of my kid. That's a full-time job. No, bitch. You chose to have the fucking kid. You chose to lay with a guy with no protection and let him ejaculate in your vagina, right? That was cool, right? That was perfectly okay, right? Buddy, I'm fucking tired of these hoes, dog. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, all these hoes coming out here, all these hoes coming out here, I have a full-time job. I take care of these three babies and I'm pregnant right now. It's because you're a fucking hoe. You're a fucking ratchet hoe, bro, like... It's, it's not a job taking care of your children. It's not a fucking job. It's 100% your responsibility. A responsibility is not a job. Unless your job is your responsibility. Definition of a job is exchange of labor or goods for money. Or for... um. Sorry, what's the word I'm looking for? Um... Currency, sorry, for currency, whatever the currency, that's the definition of a job. Exchange of services, goods, or labor for currency or money. If you're not getting money, if someone's not paying you for taking care of those kids, it's not a fucking job. And I'm not talking about your welfare or your fucking child tax, you fucking broke hoes. Like, 
You know how many, buddy, there's a lady in my fucking neighborhood that has like six kids and every year she has another kid and just sits home and collects welfare and child tax. And she says, oh yeah, I'm Canadian. I'm supposed to be doing this. Like, yo, I'm tired of hoes like y'all, bro. Get off your fucking asses. Go get a fucking job. When you start laying with fucking men, don't let them ejaculate in your vagina on the first fuck. Like, get a fucking life. How about we start fucking putting a limit for children? How about we say, if you're still a single mom on welfare and fucking child tax and renting a fucking metro housing, you shouldn't have more than two or three kids until you can fucking take care of them. I know fucking single moms in metro housing sitting on their ass, getting welfare, getting disability, getting fucking, um... Um, child tax never worked a day in their fucking life and talk about I'm pregnant again, my baby father. You're a fucking idiot, bro. And I'm tired, bro. I'm so tired of you girls doing this. You girls do this on purpose, and then you come around and say, I don't know why my child is in jail. I don't know why my child is acting up and grabbing guns in the street. Because he sees what you're doing as a mother. You, he comes home, 16-year-old, comes home, sees his mom fucking a new guy. Two weeks later, mom's pregnant. Da, 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 da. You guys are ratchet. You guys are real ratchet hoes. And all you guys, I'm not just talking about one person or two person. I'm so turned off by single moms by choice. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I just call them single hoes by choice. You laid with a guy... You thought it was a good idea to fuck raw and let him ejaculate in your vagina and get pregnant. And by the way, we live in a country that abortion, thank God, we live in a country that abortion is legal. So many people need it. And in so many parts of the country, it's illegal. People go to prison for abortions. We are lucky enough to live in a country that's, that's allowed to a certain point if you can't take care. But you motherfucking hoes decide to keep a baby. Keep it and raise it in poverty and fucking buy it nothing and tell the motherfucker all about his fucking daddy and shit. This is why I, I hate, I will never, I did it twice and it was the worst thing of my fucking life, bro. I will never date a single mom again, bro. The two single moms I dated, they were both hoes. I'm so tempted to drop names right now. I'm so tempted to drop names, guy. Like, oh, fuck. Super hoes. Girls, like, they're getting pregnant month after month. And, like, fucking guys after guys. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what did I get myself into? I was so happy when I broke up with them and they accepted it. Because enough times I'll try to break up. They'll be like, no. They didn't call me a hundred. When they accepted it, they're like, oh, this guy doesn't want me no more. Buddy, I want to pop the bottle and, like, drink and smoke like it was my birthday. Like, I knew I was free of them, bro. Yo, bro, I'm so tempted to drop names, guy. Like, whatever. It's two people I dated in the past and... You guys, people that know me know who these whole ratchet, ratchet hoes are. Like, everyone that knows me knows who the fuck I'll be talking about. And both of them are fucking ratchet hoes, bro. These are the two single moms I dated and I'll never do that again, bro. They're, first of all, I fucking hate their kids. Like, the fucking kids, I hate them, bro. Like, no fucking lie. I know this is bad. I know that everyone's gonna be like, oh, this guy's fucking crazy for saying this. And he's wrong. I don't care, bro. I fucking hated their kids. They were so fucking annoying, bro. I just, like, one time when they were looking, I threw a pillow at the kid's face and they fell. <laughs> and the mom thought the baby tripped. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm an asshole. But yeah, 
Those hoes were fucking ratchet, bro. Oh my god, those hoes were so ratchet. I'm so glad I don't date single moms. And listen, let me clear this up. I don't mean single moms like like that like my mother. And I'm not saying because it's my mother. I'm talking about her sister. I'm not talking about single moms that not by choice. Like my father passed away. That's different. I understand that. That's 100% kudos and salute to those women that are doing it by themselves, not because they wanted to, because they had to, right? Um, I'm not talking about, I'm not, I'm not talking about people that lost their, their um, husbands or whatever, like murdered or died from sickness or things like that, or went to the army, not that. I'm talking about motherfuckers that fucked, and two days later they realized, oh, we don't even like each other. We were just horny and we fucked and we were drunk. Now we hate each other, but we're gonna have a baby. You motherfucking hoes. You motherfucking hoes. You motherfucking hoes are ratchet. You guys just want to sit back, pop out babies, and collect welfare. And that's not cool. And I don't like you guys, and I delete you guys off my Facebook. When I see you in streets, I make fun of you. When I see you in events, I make fun of you. You guys are ratchet motherfucking hoes. <laughs> One of those hoes a couple weeks ago came on my Instagram and said, Hey, my response to her was, I don't fuck with you. You little stupid ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. You little, you little, you little dumb ass bitch, I ain't fucking with you. I got a million trillion things that I'd rather fucking do than to be fucking with you. Stupid ass, I don't give a fuck. I know where you guys from, yo. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. Today, I didn't want to air out like this. I didn't want to... Get into these subjects, but somehow I got into it and I kind of lost my cool and got into this com- conversation a little too much. I didn't even want to be screaming or, or even use one profanity today, but clearly I went on a 10-minute fucking rant on these motherfucking hoes. Yo, trust me, yo. Some of these hoes deserve a whole slap. Like, a pip slap. Like, backhand. <sighs> I'm just stressed, man. I'm just stressed. Anyway, man, I appreciate you guys for being here. I thank you guys for being here. Thank you for listening to another episode. Um, next week, I'm definitely going to try to talk about the FIFA World Cup 2018, which is in Russia. I'm going to try to get a um, special guest here, and we're going to talk about our prediction, who's going to win, and who's going to win the MVP um, of, the, of the FIFA tournament. I wanna, I'm going to make a prediction of who's going to be the golden keeper. Um, they always give that award out. Um, yeah, we're gonna do a lot of prediction blogs on this too. Um, but um, what we're trying to work on right now is turning this podcast also on Simon Simon at the same time turn this um, podcast into a vlog. So we're gonna start recording and also putting those on um, YouTube for you guys to check out. Thank you guys for being here again. My name is Sean South. Today's Wednesday, April 11th. And this was another episode of Discussions in the Six. Thank you for being here. And until next week, keep an open mind, be happy, and seek for the truth and only the truth. Facts remain facts. And they don't care about your opinion. Always remember that. Thank you guys for being here and we'll talk again next week. Have a great one. See you later.